Shalom to all. Today's office is Nazar Gimel. We are starting Nun Beis, Amin Beis, eight lines up from the bottom with the words Rabbi Yerayim Bar Chama. And today's office sponsor, Le'ili Nishmas, Mars Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, Her Neshama, Shrehav, and Aliyah, and Le'ili Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef, Yantif, Ben Abashar, Anshul, His Neshama, Shrehav, and Aliyah. Now the Mishnah told us that a half a calf of bones are going to be Matame and Nazir to the point where he needs Giluach. And that's what we're going to be focusing on in this Gemara over here, a Nazir becoming Tame to the point where he needs Giluach. So by Rabbi Chama, Rabbi Chama asked the following question. A quarter of a calf of bones that come only from the Shedrin Gregoilas. Kikitani, when the Mishnah says, is that only when it's coming from the rest of his limbs? But if these bones are coming from the Shedrin Gregoilas, that we know that we're more machmir with them, perhaps even a Roiva of Atzamais is going to be Matame, Idomar, perhaps, Lashna, there's no difference, and we always have to have half a calf of bones. So Amarava, Rava tells us, Tashma will bring a right from the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, And right now we're assuming that the Shedrin Gregoilas always have a quarter of a calf of bones. Now, if you're going to have this havamina, that we're going to be more machmir with a roivav atzamas that come from the shadrach gogailas, so then listening, all the Mishnah should have taught is al roivav atzamas habam and that a quarter of a calf of bones that come from the shadrach gogailas will be matami nazir like this, and we don't even have to mention shadrach gogailas. And by the fact that the Mishnah doesn't say that, it must be that a quarter of a calf of bones from the shadrach gogailas is not matami nazir to this extent. But now the Gemara Nungim Alam Alaf on top asks, Himself said, Rav said this following halacha somewhere that it's only necessary to teach us this halacha in regards to a Shadron Gagailas that don't have a Raiva of Atzamas. So we see that Rav himself says that a Shadron Gagailas don't necessarily have a Raiva of Atzamas. So how can Rav give this answer that he just gave based off of our Mishnah? So my answer is you're right. Basar to Shalom Rabbi Kiva. Rav had said this statement that we just quoted of his after he heard the halacha from Rabbi Kiva. Once he heard this halacha from Rabbi Kiva, so then he changed his opinion. But when he gave his answer to our question, based off of the Mishnah, that was before he heard from Rabbi Kiva what he heard from him. Now it's very important to note the following. Firstly, the Mepharshim say that we don't know where Rava actually made the statement that we just quoted of his. And to make matters more perplexing, it's unclear which opinion of Rabbi Kiva we're referring to here. But the bottom line is we don't have a seer in Dive Rava. When he had answered our question based off of the Mishnah, it was before he heard something from Rabbi Kiva, and it was after he heard something from Rabbi Kiva. So then he was Chaiser and he switched his opinion. Therefore, we don't have an answer to our question from the Mishnah. The Gemara continues, Tashma attempted Raya, Shami Aymer Shammai said, we learned this yesterday, even one bone that came from the Shadra, or one bone that came from the Gugailas, that's going to be Metame Ba'il. Now that means that the Chachamim, although they argue with Shammai and hold that we need the entire Shadra Gugailas for there to be Toma, again, as we had suggested on the previous daf, still they hold that Shadra Gugailas are very Chamer, and therefore we could say that only a quarter of a cup of bones are Metame if they're from the Shadra Gugailas. The Gemara says that's not a Raya. Shani Shammai, we can't learn from Shammai, the Machmer Tvei, he's very Machmer, and therefore we cannot say that the Chachamim who argue with Shammai, are also very machmer with Shadron Gogailas, and that they would say that a quarter of a calf of bones is metame. The Gemara says, okay, if that's so, lift me know. So let's learn the other way around. Let's say the time of the Shammai the Machmir. The reason of Shammai is because he's very machmer. Hal Rabbanon, but according to the Rabbanon, ad let's say that the Rabbanon require a chatzikavatamais. And that Roy Vakav is not going to be Matame. The Gemara says it's also not a right because Dilma Adkan Le Pligi Rabbanon Le De Shamai. Maybe we could say that the Rabbanon only argue with Shamai, El Ba'etzam Echad, only when we're dealing with one bone. Shamai holds that when we have one bone from the Shadra or one bone from the Gagailas, that's going to be Matame. And they argue with him in regards to this one bone halacha. Aval be Roy Vatzamas, I feel Rabbanon might do. But perhaps Rabbanon do agree with him when we're dealing with a Roy Vatzamas, and they will be Machmir. So we can't learn from the Shamai case, either Lechumra or Lakula. Now the Gemara continues, Amr Abelazar tells us, 
Zikanim Harishainim, the original Zikanim, Miktosan Hayu Aimrim, some of them said the following the Chatikav Atomis, Vachati Loik Dam, Lachol. When we have Chatikav of bones or Chati Loik of Dam, that's going to be Tame for everything. It's going to be Tame Ba'il, it's going to be Tame Nazar to the extent that he needs to do Giluach. Whereas Roiva Atomis, Vervias Dam, if we have only a quarter of a cup of bones or Vervias of Dam, Loi Lachol, that's for nothing. And Miktosan Hayu Aimrim, others of these Zikanim Harishainim said, Af Roiva Atomis, Vervias Dam, Lachol, even a Roiva Atomis and Vervias of Dam, we have all these Halachas of Tama applied to them. Now, Bezin Shalach Amru, the Bezin after them said, and this is the same thing as our Mishnah and Mishnah in Oilos that we quoted previously, the Chatsi Kavatzomis, the Chatsi Loik Dam, when we're dealing with half of a Kav of bones and half of a Loik of Dam, Lachal, that's for all Tumma that we've been discussing, whereas Ravatzomis, Ravias Dam, if we have only a Rava or Ravias, so Lachum will Kachim, we're going to be Machmir when it comes to Chum and Kachim, of a Loyal Nazir by Pesach, but not for a Nazir, meaning a Nazir is not going to be Megalech on these, or for someone that's doing the Karm Pesach. So I think Moras, Michli, let's see, in Hachras, Shlishi, Machras. This Hachra, this decision of the third opinion, meaning of this Bez and Shalachrayim, is not really a Hra. It's not a decision. Often we'll have Machleks between two sides, and then we'll have a third side taking the middle ground. So we'll go like that third side, we'll go like that third Shita, because that's Machria. It's somewhere in between the first two opinions. But over here, this third opinion is not a Hra, because the first two opinions didn't mention this distinction between Truma and Kadshim or Nazar and Pesach. So it must be that this is a third brand new opinion, not a third opinion, which is a Hra. However, we see that our Mishnah and the Mishnah and Eilis as well, goes with this third opinion. Why is that so? So Rav Yaakov Ba'idi, he answers, They said it based off of a Shmua, meaning based off of Messira, all the way from the later Nevi'im of Chag HaZacharim Malachi, and that's why we go like that opinion. Now we continue explaining the Mishnah, the Mishnah said, Al Megaleach, on these the Nazar's Megaleach. Now this is a repetition. There's no reason for the Mishnah to say it. The Mishnah began with saying, these are the following things the Nazar's going to be Megaleach on. So why does it have to repeat it? So the Gemara explains, Al Elu Deresha, in the Resha of the Mishnah, the words Al Elu are telling us, Lem Ute Etzim Kisa'ira, excluding a bone, which is the size of a Sa'ira, the size of a barley, Dal Magoy Val Masai in, that if a Nazar touches it or carries it, so then he'll have to shave, but if he's only in the same oil as it, he does not have to shave. And Mal Elu de Seifa, Lim Ute Evan Haschuches, and Al Elu of the Seifa in the Mishnah is coming to exclude Evan Haschuches. Now, this word Haschuches comes from Lashon of Schach, meaning an Evan, which is like Schach over something. We have a few stones jutting out of a wall, so it's like they're being Mesakech, they're shading over the person who's walking underneath them. There's a mace underneath one of them, and the Nazar's unsure which one he walked under, so over there he will not become Tame to the point where he needs Giluach. The Mishnah told us the Chatzi Kavat Samais is going to be Metame. The Gemara now makes a dig from the Mishnah, Nun Another only has to shave if he's under the same oil as half of a kavatzamais, but not a quarter of a kav. If he carries or touches a quarter kav, then he has to shave, but not if he's under the same oil. The Gemara asks, Hechi dami, what's the case that we're talking about that we have to make this diuk from the Mishnah that Reva kavatzamais is not going to mitami him by oil, but it will if he touches it or carries it? Elim, if you want to say that is by not that in this quarter of a kavatzamais there is a bone the size of a barley. So typically, Mishum etzim kisaira. Let's just learn that from the other halach in the Mishnah that etzim kisaira is metami him like this. So the Gemara explains, El we're talking about where it was made into flour, meaning the bones were ground into flour, so now there's no etzim kisaira, but we have a quarter of a kav, so it's going to metami him if he touches it or carries it. And then we continue explaining the Mishnah, if we have an aver from a mace or an aver from a live person that has enough basra on it that could regenerate, meaning if this limb was attached to a person that was alive, if the amount of flesh on this limb could regenerate by itself, so then it would be metami ba'il. Ask the Gemara, ain't alayin basar karoi mai. What would that lacha be if it didn't have enough flesh on it that could regenerate? 
Rabbi Yechon says, Hanazir is not Megalech because of that. Rish Lakish he says, Hanazir Megalech Alein. The Nazir is. Rabbi Yechon he explains that Anazir Megalech Alein. Why is that? Talk to Brisha because the Rish of the Mishnah says, Al Avram and Ames, Al Avram and Achai, Vachulu, Sheshalayim Basar, in. That's the only case where he's going to be Megalech. What do we learn from there? Aval Ain Alein Loi. That if it doesn't have Basar Karai, so he's not going to be Megalech on it. Whereas Rabbi Shimon Lakish and Megalech, Rish Lakish holds that he would shave even though it doesn't have Basar Karai. Why is that? Since this is not a case taught in the Seifa. What's the Seifa referring to? It's the next Mishnah on the bottom of Nundal Amad Aleph, which specifically lists a bunch of cases where Nazar is not going to be Megalach for them, and this scenario of Ein Alein Basar Karoi is not mentioned in that Mishnah, so it must be that he does have to be Megalach for it. Now, if Rabbi Yechon Amar Rabbi Yechon would answer you, Kol Mechlala, anytime we could learn something from a Klal in the first part of the Mishnah, meaning in our Mishnah, like Tani Seifa, so that's not taught in the Seifa, meaning in this next Mishnah, Nundal Amad Aleph on the bottom. Has Rabbi Yechon, how could that be? The case of Chatzik Havatzamas in our Mishnah, the Mashma Chatzik Havatzamas in, Roivatzamas Loi, we can be Mashma from there, half a Kavatzamas, yes, Roivatzamas, not, but Victoria Besefa, Roivatzamas, the Sefa, meaning that next Mishnah does mention Roivatzamas, so my answer is no, Hasam over there, Ilav Roivatzamas, if that Mishnah wouldn't have explicitly mentioned Roivatzamas, Havamina, I would think, that even if the Nazar just touches it or carries it, he wouldn't have to be Megaleach, that's why the Mishnah specifically has to mention Roivatzamas. That the Nazir is only not going to be Megaleach if he's in the same oil as them. But if he touches them or carries them, then he is going to have to be Megaleach. We continue asking Rabbi Yechonon, the case that we have in our Mishnah, that we can make an inference from there, half a Gadam, yes, a Revius of Dam, not. However, the Seifa, again, that next Mishnah does mention Revius Dam. The answer is no, Hasam Rabbi Kiva. Over there, meaning the reason why that Mishnah mentions it is only to exclude the opinion of Rabbi Kiva. Dam Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says, that Revius of Dam that comes from two Mesim is Metama Ba'il, and that's the only reason why the next Mishnah mentions it is just to exclude the opinion of Rabbi Kiva. Now we continue talking about this case, and the Gemara asks, Hi, Avram and Ames, Hechidami. What exactly is the setup? What's the story of this Avram and Ames that doesn't have Basar Karai on it? That we have this Machlech between Rabbi Yechon and Shlakesh. If we want to say this Aver is a bone large enough that it's the size of a barley, so my time with Rabbi Yechon, what's Rabbi Yechon's reasoning that it's not going to be time of the Nazir to require him Giluach just because it might not have Basar Karai on it, it still is Atzim Kisa'ira, and be the last by Atzim Kisa'ira, if you want to say the bone is not Atzim Kisa'ira, so my time to Rish Lakish. Why did Rish Lakish be Matame the Nazar to this extent? So I'm Lachar Rish Lakish, Rish Lakish would answer you, La'ilam, the last by Atzim Kisa'ira. Really, we could say this bone is not the size of a Sa'ira, it's not the size of a barley. Ba'filu hachi, even so, Rachman Arabiye. The Torah included this bone in being Machaev, this Nazar to shave. How so? The Tanya, because we have a Brisa. The Pasuk says, V'chalash Yigal Asada, V'chal Cherev, Abimais. Now let's just read this whole Pasuk. Whoever touches al hasadeh, which right now we're going to translate means in the open field. Bachalal cherev, the body of someone who was killed by a sword, a bemace or a corpse, a beetzam adam, a bekaver, or the bone of a person or a grave. Yitma shivas yomim, he shall be tummy for seven days. Sound the Bryce explains his pasuk piece by piece. Al hasadeh, what do we learn from this part of the pasuk? Zehamayel al This is someone who's mahel over a mace. The pasuk could have just said bahasadeh. Anyone that touches a mace in the field, the mashmas of al hasadeh is that even though he didn't touch the mace, he was just mahel over the mace in the field, he's Tameh. Bachalal in the Pasuk, what does that teach us? Ze'ever menachai sarucha. This is referring to a limb that came from someone who was alive, but it has on it laha'aloi sarucha. Enough flesh on it to regenerate if it wouldn't have been cut off the person. Cherev, what does that word in the Pasuk teach us? Hareza kachalal, that a sword is just like a chal, is just like the corpse. Meaning if a cherev, a sword, or any other metal implement touches a corpse, it has the same exact din as that mace, and it's going to be time ba'il. Abimace, what does that teach us in the Pasuk? Ze'ever hanechal min ha'mace. That's referring to an ever that was cut off of a mace, 
What's that referring to in the Pasuk? That's talking about a quarter of a Kavat Samais. I be cover. What's that telling us? Is that kever sasum? That's telling us about a kever sasum, a closed kever, which is referring to a mace buried in a kever, which is much larger than him, and the entire kever is completely closed. There's no openings in it whatsoever, and there's more than a tefach in between the mace and the roof of the kever. So now anyone that walks over this kever, even a part of the kever where the mace isn't located, the person is going to be tame. And how do we know this? No doubt on the top. The Amar Mar because it was stated Toma bakasva oila bakasva yeredes. The toma breaks through and goes up, and toma breaks through and goes down, and this is for the entire kever, even though the mace is only located in one part of the kever, as long as we have the situation where it's totally sealed and there's no openings and there's more than a tefach in between the mace and the top of the kever. And we still haven't yet shown from this brisa how it supports Rishlakish, but we continue. In regards to toma that's transmitted by touching, all this up until now was toma by oil. Now we're talking about toma by negia. Amr Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, Tanya, we have a brisa. The Pasuk tells us, don't be guards the word v'chal, be guards the word ve'al hanagea be'etzam oi b'chalal. And I want to touch the bone or the body of someone who's killed by a sword, but etzam, what does that teach us? Ze'etzam kisa'ira, this bone is talking about the bone the size of a barley, what does that teach us? This is talking about an aver that came from a person who's alive, that does not have enough flesh on it that could regenerate on its own. What's that telling us? That's referring to an aver that was cut off of a mace. And now just one more explanation before we go to the proof. cover the Pasuk says, or if a person touched the grave, what does that tell us? This refers to a grave before the dibor. The corpse of a yid is matame ba'ayal, whereas the corpse of a non-yid is not matame ba'ayal. Now that only came in after the dibor, meaning after we got the Torah to Harsinai. Before that, then was the same whether we're talking about Jews or non-Jews. Or Shlokish is telling us that the Pazik's teaching us that after matan taira, what's the halacha regarding a yid that had died before matan taira or a guy? The mace is not going to be matame ba'ayal, but it will be matame through maga if a person touches it. And now finally on to Arai, how we see it, this b'risa supports her shlokish. Hi, Averman Ames, Hechidami. The b'risa mentioned an Averman Ames. What's that referring? To. If you want to say this aver has an etzim kisa'ira, it's made up of a bone which is at least the size of a barley, so that's the same thing as the other part of the Pasuk, one that touches a bone. And so the Pasuk wouldn't have to repeat itself. It must be it's talking about where this aver does not have a bone the size of a sa'ira, even so, Rahman Rabye, the Torah is including it, saying that it will be metame if a person touches it. Now, just how would Rabbi understand this? Rabbi would tell you, really, the Brisa and the Pasuk as well is talking about an aver that does have atzim kisa'ira vim ene inyin l'magai and the Pasuk is not needed to tell us that if a person touches it he's going to become tamay because as we had said we learned that from the word hanageh be'atzim tenei inyin l'masai so then apply it to carrying it if a person carries this bone the size of sa'ira so then he's going to become tamay as well and that's what the Pasuk is coming to teach us but not if we have atzim she'ain all of basar karoi then it's going to be metame. we're going to stop here for the day pick up tomorrow continue to explain our Mishnah for now everyone should have a wonderful day